Get Up with Christy and Bodge. On the Mid-North Coast's hit. A very good morning to you. Christy and Bodge for Harvey on Port Macquarie. And I tell you what, um, I was driving in this morning, late as always, and what was it those two girls were just talking about? That uh, They're getting horny over that TV show um, or movie, 365 on Netflix. You're the one telling the story because I actually didn't listen. Now, well, you were here on time. I wasn't. But you know what? I was listening to them. And if you missed it, let me tell you, um, it, it's just incredible. Oh, they, you... they were frothing and <laughs> playing this Italian bloke on the... You know, I'll, I'll paraphrase him. You can't go anywhere for 365 days. I'm going to make you fall in love with me. You I don't like care Manu. what I have to do. You sound like Manu. Well, he's French, so... I know, but it's the, the, you, the way you're doing it, it no, sounds like I can't like do Manu. an Italian accent. <laughs> if I was going to... Uh, see, my, my ta- I can't do a hot Italian accent. <laughs> I can do kind of like the... Hi-ya! You'll come here and you live with a me. It's Super Mario. Mario. It's Super Mario. No, it's Super Mario. Like, I give you all the mushrooms you want. <laughs> Can you just stop? Up we go. It's me, Mario. Yep. I'm going to make a sexy time with you, Princess Peach. That is not attractive at all. Yeah. No wonder Please she keeps running me. off to Bowser. Yeah. <laughs> Please tell me you don't do that with the girlfriend. You don't do role play like that. Oh, you do? Anyway, oh, coming no. up on the show, well. lots we're going to talk about. We, we are going to stick with this sort of semi-stick <laughs> with this theme. Well, it's actually going to find out whether or not you do yeah. have sex or not. Just and after that, now. it sounds like Just you clearly now. don't. Oh, don't get weirded out about it. I am a prude, <laughs> okay? And I do not talk about my bedroom life on this radio program. Unless you really want, do you want to re- really want to hear? Yeah, it? Oh, yeah okay. I, I, I want to okay. hear yeah, okay. how much sex you've been having no, in right, the past now. year. <laughs> steady now, steady now. For good reason though. It's five, a study. five, six. There better be a study attached to this if it's just um, uh, rampaging, sexy talk. <laughs> then I will not be okay with this. Wake up! Wake up! Get up with Christian Budge on the Mid North Coast Hit FM. Now we're going to get real personal here, Budge. I'm just going to put my are. glasses on because I feel like I'm going to be a little bit of a consultant. Uh, we're about to go into the bedroom. Oh, God. Why are we going into the bedroom? <laughs> I just want why to know is the porn music started? Deep and dark secrets oh. when it comes to what happens under the covers, the bed sheets. A lot of home. farting. <laughs> a lot of farting. Dutch And that's ovens. a turn-off. You know that, too. I could open my own Dutch oven store. That's how many I dish out. Right. What do you want to know? Mm, right. In the last year... Mm. Do you think you've been getting a little bit more jiggy than you had the year before? Ooh, that's... I and mean, that's a hard one because you recently... Is a, it is a hard one. <laughs> you've recently just got a girlfriend. Um, so you can't really compare the past few months. Uh, ooh. You, I'd she'll expect, hate me for saying this, but... What are you looking at me like that for? You wanted to know. Have you actually had less um, now that you've got a girlfriend? I mean, it might be on par. It might be on par. Right. And what do you think, this is the consultation in me, yeah. what do you think is a big contributing factor as to why boredom. you two... Pardon, with her? Uh, no, 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 no. Boredom last year. That's why I was doing it a lot. Uh, as in self-pleasure or were you actually just going no, no, no. on wait, Tinder wait, hang on, just wait, No, no just, just in general. Okay. I mean, if you want to know, why do you want to know this? What's going on? Well, it's for good reason. There's a, there's a study that's been done. Yeah, was it was it <laughs> done here or was it done overseas? No, this is where it gets interesting. It was done by Sweden researchers but on Americans. 
Well, I wouldn't trust American researchers. You've got to trust European researchers. I mean, the the Americans didn't even get to the moon by themselves. Let's use Germans to do that. Well, it turns out not many Americans are getting jiggy in the bedroom either. One in three men apparently haven't had sex in the past year. Well, in the past year? Yeah. Jeepers. What, the US turn into the Sahara? (laughs) Bunch of camels. Well, they're too busy protesting. That's probably No, and you know what? I don't think it just narrows it down to one country. I feel like it's everywhere. You know what's Oh, is it you using your scientific background there as well, aren't you? That's why I've got my glasses on and I feel like... It's, you know, when you you apply a study um, from a a small grouping of people or cultural... Um, background, and then you apply it to everyone. You know, you're going to get different results. Oh, so, of course, I get it. But um, it's social, social media. It's all the game consoles. Like, tell me, when you get home, yes, it does. That's what your life revolves around. Nah, you s- are on your phone. Yep. You are on your projector with yep. your games. Yeah, I get my likes, my comments, and my shares done. I smash Mario Party, and then I smash some. Yeah, yeah. and then I go to sleep and have a cup of tea. High five the person next to me. <laughs> that works. Well, judging by what you said before, I highly doubt that. Why? You said you don't have much sex. No, I didn't say that at all. I said it's on par. You weren't even listening. And yet you want to roll this study out throughout the entire world and apply the same results to everyone else. How much are you having, Christy? Why don't we ask that it's question? It's irrelevant. It's well, about no, no, men. no. They, actually, this is more consistent. Oh, hold on. Where's that lovely porn music? Let's bring that back. Hold on. Sorry, mate. I didn't think that. Did you think that you were getting out of this? Oh no, I knew okay, you'd okay. throw it at so me. So, you, how many years you been with your partner? You should know this. I don't care enough to care. Almost right. eight. Eight years, right? So now we've got a consistent basis. Last year versus this year. Have you done more this year or last Probably year? Probably much on par too. Oh, is it? Same thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, you know, hasn't you haven't had to spice things up, Christy? Do you no. like this bedroom talk? I tell you what, though, if he continues to keep playing the game console like he what does. Was he play? Was he play? COD. He plays, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. What a, that's and a boy's game. That's a boy's game. revolves around, her, as does my brother, as yeah. does all his workmates. Yeah. And I feel like there so needs to be a new alert is that where what? it goes... Right, yeah. alarm here, switch off, you need to heat things up. Yeah, Christy it's a needs some, bit boring. Christy needs some attention. Is this why you had to go and buy a dog? Because <laughs> you, you, you weren't cuddling up to anyone in bed? No, we cuddle up in bed, but the, yeah. the, the, the spiciness is gone when he you're get, playing yeah. cod and he's swearing at other people about losing the game. Two o'clock in the morning, you hear a controller hit the wall and you hear him <laughs> swearing, he, st- he stampedes into the room, uh, angrily just like throws the pillow down. Mm. I don't want to talk about it, Christy. <laughs> Go on to bed. Hey, at least I've got some lingerie, though. I can spice things up. What do you got? I've got some lingerie, too, and I look damn hot in that. The Mid-North Coast gets up with Christy and Barge. On Hit FM. We were talking about, obviously, my bedroom habits just before. It wasn't something I wanted to do, but you had a little study that you wanted to bring up, of course. <laughs> um, I will tell you how it's going, though, in the new relationship, because we get messages all the time. How's Bodge's new girl going? Who's Bodge's new girl? And it's always the thirsty women that, um, you know. Oh, the ones that are jealous. Yeah, the ones that are, and I'm okay with that. It's it's nice to feel wanted. Where was the attention before when I was single for years? Anyway, um, we nearly broke up last night. <laughs> Lies, I'm sure of it. No, I'm being serious. We nearly broke up last night. Oh, Bodgy. And I only say, <laughs> Already? It, I only say it because she doesn't listen to the show. So but, hang on. 
Is this because of the thirsty women? No, it's a not, jealousy no, streak. No, it's nothing, nothing like that. What have um, you done? No, I haven't done anything. It's it's actually it's all her fault, right? Oh, here we and go. it's not the first time that this has happened. There was, um, in fact, the the first encounter that we had, we nearly broke up three times on the same night. Is this because you thought she was Victorian? No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't that. She got lucky with that one. I found out she wasn't Victorian before I saw her, like, the next day. So, otherwise, we would have had a, a heated conversation. But there is a video game called Overcooked 2, okay? And it's a sequel to Overcooked, as you might imagine. And it's for the Nintendo. And it is a... Uh, a cooperation game in the kitchen where you cut vegetables, you cut meat, you put it in the cooker, you put it in the pan, you put it in the oven, wherever you want to put it, um, and you've got to cook it a certain way. You've got a time limit. You've got customers who are impatient, and you have to work together to make sure the food gets out on time. And I swear to God, if she tells me my rice is going to burn one more time, I'm walking out the door. <laughs> Welcome to the world of relationships. Of you do realise it's teamwork when it comes to being in the kitchen. No, this isn't even a real kitchen. It's a virtual it one. It doesn't matter. And I'm done with it, mate. I'm done with it. We have fights all the time. And she sits and she goes, calm down, calm down. And she's you, a very calm you're woman. Getting, you're getting, you're ex- no, you're exaggerating now. No, you're not. don't be angry. And I'm like, can you just get the onions cut? Can you just cut your onions, throw it over to me? Because you can throw the food to each other. It doesn't spoil or anything like that. But then you've got to cook it. And if you don't put things out in the right order, you don't get tips. And you need tips to get the high score. And when she stands there and does nothing, I get a little bit pissy at her. And I'm like, look, because I'm, I'm head chef. And why am oh, I... why do you put yourself in, in that status? I'll tell you why, Christy Dixon, because I've been playing the Nintendo for many, many moons. It doesn't moons, matter. And I understand the controls, and I'm a lot faster, so I have to give direction to the beta chef, if you like. Have you not realised when it comes to a relationship that if you are the one that is most experienced, you just kind of let it slide for a little bit and let someone else did. come through and win? Yeah, I did for about two minutes. And I said, can you not, can you just leave? When, when you start telling me my rice is going to burn, I'm like, all right. Okay, look at your own. Look to your own. Your chicken's like about to burn. Half the kitchen's on fire. I've now got to get the fire extinguisher because that can happen in this game. I'm we glad it up. can happen in a game, not in real life. Well, we, I wouldn't put it part. I'm not even going to test it in the real kitchen until I'm certain that we could do it. Because so you haven't even stepped foot into a kitchen and attempted a boyfriend once, and a girlfriend meal? Once. And together. you were head chef, weren't you? I kicked her out and said, can you go and sit down, please, and let me cook this? I mean, maybe she can cook, but it's just a, it's a, it's just a thing. When it comes to cooking, like just stay out of my way. All right, I know what's going on. Don't tell me my rice is going to boil too much and burn, because I know what I'm doing. Okay, my t- time management is great. Don't you dare say to her. I was. You need to clean up afterwards. Huh? If you're the head chef and then you would dictate everything, yeah. don't ask her to clean Oh, I wash the dishes on that as well. I wash the dishes on the game as well because you've got to do that too. <laughs> I thought you were going to go the angle of, yeah, I, I was late to work today. I mean, I gave you I gave you an opening there and you didn't take it. So, uh, oh, well. Don't play Overcooked 2. Don't play any uh, cooperation games with your partner. That game is the IKEA challenge of the video game world. You know what the IKEA challenge is, don't you? It's putting pack, flat packs together as a couple. Yeah, and it can kill you. It can kill a relationship. A fresh way to get up. Christian Barge on Hit FM. We're going to play a game right now. 
that I just come up with in the last ten minutes' time of uh, sort of, uh, and it's a censorship game. Okay, you've got to try and guess the word that has been censored from these famous films, and they sound hilarious. <laughs> Have you ever? Hang on, hang on, wait. We're not allowed to swear on radio. No, we're not allowed to swear on radio. Been censored out. Normally, when you censor it, it's because they're naughty. No, these ones aren't naughty. Okay, but they sound like they could be. Okay. I'm going to give you the example of the first one. You've got to try and pick which word it is, okay? Oh, man, I can't feel my d- I don't have a d- I think I need a hug. Right, what is the missing word? It's donkey from Shrek, and I have no idea. Man, I can't feel my tail. No, no. He's, he's, he's got a tail. No, hang on, wait. Man, I can't feel my, my back. No. <laughs> man, I can't feel my neck. He's got all of these oh, things, no, Christy. No, no. You're wrong. Oh, no, I can't feel my legs. He's got legs. <laughs> He's a donkey. Man, I can't feel my nose. Uh, I hate you sometimes. <laughs> I really do. He's got t- it's toes. Oh, he's got a toes. Oh, you got that one. That point. All right. Are you ready for number two? Yep. One day you two are going to f- Yeah. Ew, I can't f- She's my friend. Yeah, it'd be too weird. Oh, no, it's Rugrats and it's Tommy, isn't it? <laughs> what? Uh, no, what? No. Uh, no. <laughs> um, I can't kiss her. No. <laughs> uh, I can't feed her. Uh, no. This is why I wanted someone else to call 13, 12, 16, for God's sake. Save me from this. No. Do you want to hear it again? Yeah. Try and pick the voices. Have a listen. One day you two are going to f- yeah. Ew, I can't f- her. She's my friend. Yeah, it'd be too weird. I can't take it seriously because all I can hear is the F word. <laughs> it's, it's not right. One day they're going to be married. Oh, little Bubby's getting married. It's, it's, it's the Lion King. Oh, it's Lion King. Oh, gosh, it is too. It's yeah. Simba. All right. Okay. Now, this one's going to... I thought this one would be the hardest one. I thought those two were so easy, it was going to be uh, quite hard. So here we go, here we go. Here's the last one. Are you going to f me? I would certainly like to. I know you would. Right. Fight. No, that's no, oh, incorrect. You get two more goes. You get two more goes. Come on. You can clearly hear the sound of the it's weapon. It's Darth Vader. No, no. well, it kind of, it's a, yeah. It's a it kind of. It's kind of Darth Vader, yeah. Okay. It's just before he becomes Darth Vader. So I have no idea. I don't watch Star Wars. <laughs> Play it again for me. You don't watch Star Wars? Oh, my God. Okay. Are you going to f*** me? I would certainly like to. I know you would. <laughs> it sounds bad, doesn't it? I Thank you for making me feel that way. Um, yeah, are you uh, going to push me? No. Are you going to touch me? No. <laughs> if he's got a weapon out, a lightsaber, I'll you tell you what it is. <laughs> what do you think he might do with you it? What's, fight him. what's the end result? Stab him. No. Uh, I don't know. In future, I will never play this game with you <laughs> as long as I live. Are you going to kill me? Hit FM with Christian Vodge. A fresh way to get up on your radio. I'm sick of cancel culture. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of um, talking about things that need to be changed. I mean, we've brought some local conversation to 
the mid-north coast in regards to, I mean, there was the, the statue of Edmund Barton on Town Green and um, how very close it is to a uh, an Indigenous burial ground and how the Biripai people here are, you know, there's a few of them that want that maybe potentially moved yep. and that's local and that's why we touched on that. And we'll, I'm sure we'll bring you an update with how that of course. has tracked yeah, the petition. Yeah. But one thing I don't like, I don't like seeing people... Um, just trying to make something out of nothing. Like influencers, where they're influencers, where they say, oh, Chase from Paw Patrol should go. Yeah, that, that really pissed me off. Don't it really did. hurt the kiddies. That's right. But this one, this one really irked me because I've never found this guy funny, all right? His name's Josh Thomas, and he's a, he's a comedian. I don't right? even know who Josh Thomas he's is. He's not funny. I've never found him funny. Um, you know, he's got a show called Please Like Me, which apparently has done quite a lot of it's been quite popular in the gay community and, yeah. and for you know for all the right reasons there's not a lot of representation for that so he's done quite well overseas as well however as a comedian i just find him so bland and try hard i just wonder how he got there i'm like he's not funny and um i feel like after seeing what we've seen he needs to go back to trying to be funny again because this was just the worst joke he's ever come out with, yeah. and it was on Twitter. He's taken aim at Coon Cheese. Yeah. All right? The Aussie icon when yeah. it comes to cheddar cheese. Yeah, and this is what he posted, right? He just posted a picture of the label, and he wrote, Hey, Australia, are we still chill with this? Like, do you want to get any more <laughs> Triple J? Are we still chill with this? Chill. <laughs> Mate, first off, all right, it was it was it's, it was an Australian company. It's now owned by a Canadian company, but it's named after the bloke that patented the uh, the unique manufacturing way of making the cheese, and it's damn good cheese. Go and get some cone cheese; it's fantastic. It was from nineteen thirty five. It launched yeah. over thirty at over eighty years. Yeah. Okay. Well, the other thing is is that unless you are a child in high school and you've got some sort of uh, really childish, uh, silly mind and you want to start putting two and two together with things that aren't there, you're not going to be making those sort of references. No. In fact, I think he has done more in terms of racism by saying, oh, oh, this is that word that we don't say, even though it's someone's name. You don't see people getting out there saying, change the golden gay time because it's offensive to gay people. You don't. Because it's a one, it's fantastic ice cream. Yes, it's one it of my favourites. <laughs> and two, it doesn't mean what you think it means. No. Cone cheese, named after the bloke that patented the manufacturing technique. All right? It is not a racial slur. Josh Thomas is not funny. He never has been funny. Yes, he's sort of semi inspirational to the gay community. Fair enough. He's still not funny, and he's still not making a good point. Are we still chill with this? Yes, we are, Josh Thomas. We are chill with coon cheese because it's delicious and doesn't mean what you think it means. Get up with Christy and Bodge on the Mid-North Coast Hit FM. Dreams are a very important part of life, and I feel sad for you because you said that you don't recall any of your dreams at all. No, I only do when I first wake up and go, was that legit? Did well, that actually happen in real life? And then I'm... Um, then a click of a finger, I totally forget them. Is it is it immediate that you forget the dream? Pretty yeah, because then if I go to share it with someone, I'm like, oh, what was it? Like, I feel like I should have like a dream book, like to the side of my um, bed there on the bedside table, Some so I can do write it. things down. But then I go, well, what's what's the point? Like, what am I achieving out of that? Because I feel like all my dreams are just recaps of my life. They're never weird stuff. Really? So how how have you ever remembered a dream? Have you ever been able to recall a dream no. ever ever? No. Never. 
Like, I've shared dream stories with other people, but I can't just right now just go into the little vault and go, well, yeah. what was that weird dream? Yeah, well, I, I looked into this for you. I thought, um, I thought that's crazy. I can't believe you can't recall any dreams. Turns out um, alcohol could be a problem. Do you ingest a lot of alcohol? No. All right. Um, medication, perhaps? Like what sort of medication? I don't know. It was very non-specific. <laughs> I did very little research. Is the contraceptive pill probably <laughs> stop taking the contraceptive because that's inhibiting your uh, uh, chances of remembering your dreams. I'm not mm-hmm. a doctor. I'm just making it up. But um, I had a really crazy dream a couple of nights ago, and I've been sitting on it for about 24 hours. Just going, should I talk about this one? It's nuts. It doesn't make any kind of sense. Normally, I just go, yeah, that's a standard. That's a standard bodge dream. But I thought we'd put it out there and we would um, we would get someone on the line um, to see if they could decipher it. And Ben from <laughs> Southwest Rocks is on the line. Ben, good morning to you. Good morning. Now, this is going to be a tough one for you, pal. Um, my dreams are notoriously very strange. So what I'm going to... what we can do. Well, I'm going to tell <laughs> you about... Luck, first thing I'll do is I'll, I'll tell you about my dream and we'll just see what, what we can do, okay? So it starts off... Um, I was in this sort of rundown factory area, okay, with a couple of people. They were good friends, but not good enough that I recall their faces or their names or the sounds of their voices from the dream. They were blank friends. They were there to help tell the story. Now, there's this really skinny, kind of Kurt Cobain-looking guy, really long blonde hair, and he's, he's super skinny, right? And he's trying to kill us. And I don't know why. I don't know if we've upset him. Maybe we said something. I don't know. Um, and for whatever reason, he could kick through metal because his shins were really, really strong. He was like a really skinny Terminator. And he was silent. He never spoke. And he was hard to get away from. So there's that aspect of it, Ben, which is weird yes. enough, right? Are you lost already? <laughs> oh, no, 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 not lost. I'm, I'm, I'm following. Okay. And then it fast forwards and I'm with my sister. Yeah. And... We're at a table outside of a club where Paul McCartney from the Beatles has just performed. Mm. And he's sitting outside, and you'd think there'd be a long lineup for his autograph, but there was not. And I thought to myself, this is strange. And I'm standing there, and he's like, look, we've got time for a, a couple more autographs. I'm like, we're the only two in line. And then my sister goes, uh, I, the only paper I've got is this bit of paper where one of my students, and she's not even a teacher, right? One of my students. Um, like they're six or seven years old, just a little kid, has scribbled down a little note about nothing. And I said, I don't want an autograph on a slip of paper where some snot-nosed little kid's written a little poem. And he looked at me like I was nuts. And I thought, well, I'm not, I'm not going to be ungrateful. Why don't you just, like, you know, just sign the back of it and I'll get it photocopied? He didn't want to do that. And then I said, can we at least have a photo? And he goes, yeah, sure. But then my sister didn't want to take the photo. And then I turn around. And that blonde guy from the beginning is there, and he's just looking at us. And Paul said, right, well, that's my, uh, I think I'll leave now. And I thought, right, well, if Paul McCartney knows who this bloke is, and he's off, and he's going to leave me behind, I'm going to leave my sister behind, because I know I can run faster than her. (laughs) So, make what you will out of that. We got away (laughs) from it, and, um, you know, what's your professional opinion? Yeah, well, as a professional dreamer myself, I'll just uh, look deep into my crystal ball. And, Bodge, what I can see is I think that maybe you're a little anally retentive and, and, and maybe a little bit of a control freak. Now, the Kurt Cobain, the, the Kurt Cobain type person is actually uh, you meta- metaphor, metaphorizing into Kurt Cobain because he's obviously uh, one of your childhood heroes. 
Now, the old warehouse, now I don't know if that actually means anything in particular, probably the studio where you've probably been pushing for a new chair or an update into the studio or something or other, and which is not happening. So what's happening with the with the Paul McCartney in the note is obviously, um, I, I, I don't know if you're the youngest child in your family, but I, 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 got, I could probably see a few brash tendencies there. Well, I'm, I'm the Wait. eldest, I'm the eldest. Oh, okay. So are you used to getting your own way? <laughs> yes, but I'm used to working hard for it. Working hard for it. Mm. Well, it sounds like no one's listening to you and you're trying to get a promotion and, and that bit of paper is really to, really saying, look, we can hear you, but at this stage we're not prepared to give you the money that you're asking for, <laughs> even though you're very, very good at your job. So what they're doing is, I said, look, leave it with us, that's the bit of paper, and, and, and we'll think about it. So what they've done is they've just put you on hold because they know that you'll be satisfied with that. And I'll keep you on hold for another six months and then they'll say, look, we really can't come to the table. That's sort of what I'm thinking it might be about. <laughs> might be a bit more about your professional career. Wow. I, would make sense. Ben, what are you, you're, are you, a, you said you're a professional dreamer and that's about it. You said you're not even a, a dream analyst. How did you, That's pretty good. <laughs> Look, I'm an occupational health and safety and environmental consultant. Don't you know that we know everything? <laughs> that's not... Christy, that's spooky. Ben, you've given him the chills. I think he actually I've been asking for a pay rise for months. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's not happening, but leave it with us and we'll see what we can do. Oh, Ben, I think we, we you deserve your own segment after that. You could be the official dream expert. Yeah, I reckon. Well, I've just moved to South West Roxy and I am looking for a part-time role. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful part of the Mid-North Coast, by the way. Yeah. Amazing, wow. amazing. Ben, yeah, amazing. Um, I, I don't know what to say. I'm Neither kind do of, I. kind of shook by that. Are you, you sure you're not someone that we know already? No, 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 no. Not yet. As, but as I said, I've just moved to Southwest Rocks and I'm sure that you'll hear a lot more about me. <laughs> right. Jeez. So, so can you just answer this, even though you're not a professional uh, dream expert sure. here, but what's Paul McCartney and Kurt Cobain got to do with anything? Well, it's probably was on your playlist a day or two ago somewhere. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. We don't play Paul McCartney, unfortunately. Oh, you don't? No. Well, there you go. Maybe it's a voice from the, from the grave saying, look, if you don't play, if you play or maybe your, maybe your boss likes Paul McCartney. Or maybe maybe, I, maybe I'm destined maybe I'm destined to be playing Paul McCartney and Kurt Cobain on a <clears throat> another station. Maybe it's a a sign of things to come. Who knows? Or maybe it's it's like you're flogging a dead horse <laughs> trying to ask for a pay rise. <laughs> wake, up, wake, up. wake up! Get up with Christian Budge on the Mid North Coast Hit FM. I was in Beechwood yesterday with the Miso, and um, we thought we'd go and have some lunch. And the the Beechwood uh, Cafe, we went there, right? Yeah. First off, massive burger. I don't want to give them a free plug, but my God, I could have fed a family of 12 with that thing. Um, but we went we went for a bit of a drive to uh, Curry Island. Curry Island. Right. Now, I'd not been there before, and it smelled a bit of poo, which what? I was a bit dis- Yeah, there was a lot of cow. There was like a big puddle right yeah. near. The actual river itself was fine, but the um, first off, the, the, there was a big puddle of just like yellow water and it stank. And I was like, oh, well, that's trying to kind of put me off a little bit. But, you know, you, you got to expect that sort of stuff. Also, I couldn't understand where the island was. Where oh. was the island? Where was the island? What, why? It's a name for a place. Yep, but there's normally, if it's got island in it, there's normally an island. No, look, you're so asking the wrong person. Maybe it was in the stream. Oh. Islands in the stream. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, on her way back, 
we saw two amazing letterboxes. We saw the first one, and I was frothing over it, and I actually knocked on the guy's door and said, can I take a photo of your letterbox? You is that, didn't. I was like, is that a weird thing to do? <laughs> and he said, no, of course, go for it. He's got, there's a bigger one a couple of houses do- down from me. So what he had was it was a microwave yeah. with his number, like house number on it, and the, the postie presses the open microwave button, yeah. puts it in there. I mean, he can press some buttons, but it's not plugged in, so it doesn't matter. Um, and I thought it was uh, just a really silly, cool idea. It's nice and secure, though, isn't it? It means anyone could just open yeah. up and get your mail. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I, I don't know. I, the, being in that, that sort of area for, a, you know, a little while, very quickly I realised how close-knit everyone was. He was saying a couple of houses down, like one of his neighbours, he made one for them as well, yeah. and it was a little bit bigger. We went and had a look at that. I've and then, seen places like that where they've had yeah. a heap of appliances, yeah. where outback Queensland, um, you've, you know when you've got those roads where there's multiple houses up on one big driveway, so they have all the letterboxes together in one big clump? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. instead of just having your standard letterboxes, what they had was the same thing. A microwave, there was a fridge, there was a little bar fridge, there was a, no, a toaster, a sandwich press. There was ah. a heap of different appliances, and they all individually had their own numbers on there. I Same like thing. it. Appliance like letterboxes. Well, it's, it's not just reusing stuff, but it does look a little bit sort of, was it shabby chic? Oh, I, being too I wouldn't even that? call that chic. But, but the, these were all good. These were all good and cool. And then um, it was to be outdone, though. We're driving a little further up, and um, we see one letterbox. And his name's Dave, the letterbox name. And he is a mannequin dressed as a surgeon, right? Oh. And his stomach, we put the meme, I put the meme up last night. Well, not meme, it's just a picture. And um, what he is, yeah, the letters go in his stomach. And it was hilarious. It was the greatest letterbox I think I've ever seen. Did you go and knock on the door and find I out did. the backstory I behind did. it? I knocked on the door for like three times and they either thought I was some kind of um, witness or something trying to, you know, preach to them, which, you know, I might have done. But or a salesman because or they weren't home. I one of the three. I don't know. But um, yeah, I knocked on the door. I was like, I just wanted to thank them. I was like, that is awesome. Please so let me thank you. I feel like they've only just put that out there since in light of what's been going on with COVID, or has it been there for? A don't long know. Time? I haven't spoke to him, but yeah. um, they they did comment on a Facebook post, and apparently, um, yeah, his name's Dave. So if you see Dave in Beechwood, um, just wave to him. He won't wave back because he's a mannequin, but. <laughs> Thirteen, twelve, sixteen. Have you got any? Uh, have you? Have you got a fantastic letterbox? Have you bunged something together to make it? You know, a really unique one. Well, there must be a, a common theme going with the Davids because you know your your famous Michelangelo's David in Italy, the statue. Yeah, the, the, one, with the, one. the one with the little pain. Yeah, there's a smaller version of that that looks like it's holding up a a, a bird water thingy, like a bird oh, okay. feeder. Yeah, yeah, and that's the letterbox that's in my neighbourhood. What and. Wait, so you just drop the letters in the bird No, bath. no, no, they've got an actual, sorry, they've got an actual letterbox next to the statue, but oh, the letterbox that, attached to the statue. Okay, I mean, I'll pay it, but I mean, I like it. The, the surgeon one was the best one because you actually put the letters in a hole in his stomach, which I thought was great. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I've seen, I've, seen, um, I've seen a few good ones in the past, but I don't think, uh, to find um, them on that street, like two, three, in fact, it was two <laughs> microwaves, and one mannequin, I thought, there's no way you could get three fantastic letterboxes on one go. Like, that was so lucky. Well, we've got a call, and we'll see if they've got one of the best letterboxes on the Mid-North Coast. Good morning. Who have we got there? Hi, my name's Kirsty. Hey, Kirsty, What have you seen? So, I've actually seen the letterbox that you're talking about, the surgeon. Yeah. So, I grew up at Beechwood, and they actually have changed that quite a bit. So, back when the fires were on, he was dressed up as a fireman. Oh, and, nice. uh 
they did a Halloween one where they dressed him up all spooky. <laughs> They've done Hawaiian. They they changed it. It's a seasonal thing, really. They Santa? Changed it. And um, oh, I think there was a Santa one. And I also wanted to let you know about the microwave thing. So. Yeah. My name lives in Beechwood, and there actually was a phase where these kids went through and they smashed everybody's letterboxes. Oh, you're joking. Yeah, so after that, everyone started just putting up microwaves and random things, just anything, because they didn't want their mailboxes to keep getting smashed. Makes sense. Right. So that's what happened, yeah. So I don't have a, my own personal uh, mailbox story, but I just wanted to give you a bit more of a backstory on those ones. No, no, that's you've done us a great service, Kirsty. No, that's fantastic, <laughs> because I wondered why there were so many great letterboxes, and it was <laughs> it was a really weird thing to drive down a street and feel quite happy just looking at letterboxes, and now I know why. I mean, who's going to want to smash up something that actually makes people smile when they go past? Exactly. I can wow. only imagine what would happen if they ended up so, attempting blowing those things up. That's yeah, terrible. Well, don't give them ideas, will you? All right. But, no. um, hey, look, that, that's all. I'm happy to hear that they changed the, um, the mannequin as well. Yeah, yeah. Every time I drive, my parents live out that way now. Every time I drive past, he's got a different costume on. But it was really nice to see, you know, back when we had the bushfires, it was kind of like out of respect. They dressed him yeah. up as a little fireman and yeah. had a big thank you on his T-shirt. And it was really nice. We'll have to try and get him on. We'll have to try and find him. Well, I mean, it's not hard to find him. And <laughs> just look for the search. You know what you just got to do, Bodge? Go and print yeah. a big piece of your face. And stick it on David, put your number there, and then hopefully the no, article. No, all sorts of foul things will happen to that face if mine's there. I can guarantee you right now. Uh, look, Kirsty, thank you so much for your call. We appreciate that, and um, you have a great day, okay? You too. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, Kirsty. I love it when you actually find out the truth behind those things. Well, we've actually got we've got the details here um, of the, the people, so maybe we'll just get in touch with them, see if we can um, get them on this morning. Just we might do. Find out what's going on. Seems there. like that is the best uh, letterbox on the Mid-North Coast. At the moment, unless you've got a better one. If you've got a better one than a surgeon that changes his clothes depending on the season and what's going on on the Mid-North Coast, give us a call. Get up with Christian Bodge. On the Mid-North Coast's hit. I'm having a bit of a, a moment, actually, and I've been having it all week. In what way? Well, social media platforms, right? We've been through a whole mix of them, and now I'm being told by some of my colleagues I need to make a LinkedIn. You need to be more professional, Bodge. You've got to have a LinkedIn. If you want to get, like, you know, uh, your networking circle up, you need to have a LinkedIn. I'm like, well, why can't they just use Facebook like everyone else? They do, but it's more professional if you have a LinkedIn. I feel like LinkedIn has been forgotten about, and, and they're right. It's it's more of a, a platform for Resumes. people in yes in industry to uh, look out for you. And I I set one up when I was living in Brisbane before I moved back here. Is it still active? It's still active, but I don't use it. Yeah. And and I actually got notifications when it was my birthday, mm. and I've never received notifications in years except for when it was my birthday and there was all these people that commenting going, "Oh, happy birthday!" I'm like, "Yeah." Oh, so they still oh, do you that come out on of the LinkedIn? Woodworks? Like, yeah. Oh, what's the point in that? What's the I, point in I, that? I don't know, and I never actually used it for um, looking for work. Well, the the interesting thing that I've learned in the last week is I've learned two things. One, um, you can tell, other people can tell when you've been on their profile. I learned that um, through another person. Oh, yes. So I freaked out. I freaked out going, hang on, I've looked up a couple of people. I've looked up a couple of people. They've now probably got notifications. Luckily, they hadn't because here's the other thing I learned. Um, I, it, my profile's been inactive for about two weeks. 
I don't know how to turn it on. I don't know how to turn it on. It's on. I've got a profile. It says I've got a profile. I've done all this stuff for it, but I feel like an old man with new technology because it's uh, when um, a couple of my friends have gone to look for me, they've gone, no, it's not coming up. Your profile's inactive. And I've uh, tried everything to try and make it active. No uh, idea what's going on. only inactive if you just don't use it? No. No. I don't know what's wrong with it. I don't follow it. But do you remember the simple times, you know, uh, before MySpace even? Like we're talking before, before, anything... before Bebo. Bebo was for the Who, young what? kids. Yeah, I know. We were a bit old for that. So Bebo was what was up and coming when we were just kind of leaving school. Is that like MSN? No, MSN. Oh, oh that sound. <laughs> that, I, I always that just... had the sound turned off. Can I just, no, wait, well, I just think i got to hear it one more time. I'm sorry. Oh, that was the sound you get when you get a message on MSN. And the good thing about MSN, now this is why it's the OG. This is the original messenger, right? Um, when you got home from school, you would fight to get on MSN. My mm-hmm. sister Hannah and I would anyway. Um, my other sisters were too young. But Hannah had her friends she wanted to talk to. I had my friends I wanted to talk to. And everyone had really complicated usernames with lots of different um, like, you know, hashes and lines and everything like that. And they'd always be like song lyrics. Um, like <laughs> Mine was pretty. That, that was your username? Yeah, it was something else, but it was pretty. Yeah, I can't even remember what mine was now. I don't even know the – I've tried logging into MSN. doesn't work. It gives me a new version of it and just logs in with my current sort of email. And then um, I've tried MySpace. Can't get into uh, that. No, can't MySpace. get into Bebo. Um, can't get into any of that sort of stuff. Are you like me, though, and you want to access things like MySpace because of the stuff that still remains on there? I, like, I, you know this when you searched for me yeah. a little while back and you uncovered uh, certain images, and I, I'm not saying I regret it. Oh, there no, no seriously. There are certain images on yeah. there of um, my modelling days that I go, well, I can't remove them because they're in the world of MySpace. Yeah, Google And I it. can't get into it to get rid of it. <laughs> So yeah. it's going to come so back those to haunt photos, me. Those photos were only uploaded to MySpace. Is that what you're saying? No, there's other ones that are on Facebook, which oh I just haven't been bothered to remove. So but it's, it's the MySpace ones that are in my prime days where I'm It's Christy like, Dashley, oh. isn't it? Christy Dashley <laughs> Dixon. No, that's not my name. Yeah, well, that's what it is. <laughs> hey, go look for it. It's fantastic. All right, well, and it was back then. I mean, you've aged now substantially, and that's, you know, that's a shame, but, you know, whatever. So have we all. I mean, we're not re- – none of us are at our 2010 peak. You know what I mean? <laughs> so this is one of those things. But um, MSN, I think, was the OG. That was where you wanted to go. Everyone wanted to be um, chatting to someone on MSN, and you always knew when you were being snubbed because you could see someone online, and then if they were offline – your mate would go. Actually, they're online. They've just made it so that you, they're hidden from you. So yeah. there was a lot of there's a lot of bitching. There was a lot of um, behind the scenes sort of stuff. I'm sorry, a lot it's of still drama. like that with Facebook. I up you all the time and go, "You're active on Facebook," and you go, "No, I'm not. It's just because it was on there before." I'm like, I no, it's because I'm logged you in. It's active now. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely true though. I'm logged in on this computer in front of me. I'm logged in on my computer in uh, our office area. I'm logged in on my phone. I'm logged in on my PlayStation. Everywhere, so I'm always active because of that reason. Just means that um, I, you know. I look like I'm always, like I'm an insomniac or something. Yeah. I'm up late, but I'm not. And then you ghost everybody when we comment and you don't reply. And it's like he's oh, I just do that. Anyone that knows me knows that I'm a terrible replier. I'm just, I'm bad at it. <laughs> I just don't like doing it. But MSN, oh God. I just, can I hear that sound one more time? Am I allowed to do that? I'm just going to do it anyway. Wait for- oh. 
It's better than the dial-up tone. It's so good. Actually, <laughs> I used to hate it too. Fight, <laughs> mum. She's like, I've got to call you. I've got to call your nan. And I'm like, no, no, but I got to talk to Kayla. And she's there like, is... no, no, no. I, I'm calling nan. And then, or you'd be on there, and she'd shut it down because she'd pick up the phone. You're like, Mom! <laughs> Kids these days don't know they're born. They go, oh, the five G's not working. I can't stream five things at once. <laughs> we couldn't make a phone call to nan without having to stop using the internet. And then we had to redial up. It, do you know uh, what? It's just terrible. It, you, it was better to use, um, you know, the programs on the computer than do anything online. In fact, there was no incentive really to go online because it just took so damn long. Yeah. So I preferred Encyclopedia when you got it in a disc form. Oh God! Do you remember Mind Maze? <laughs> does anyone does anyone remember Mind Maze? It was on Encarta ninety six yep. upwards, yep. and we still used Encarta ninety six into the noughties, I reckon. Yep. And it was before the internet got really big, and you'd get all your information from Encarta. And Mind Maze was the game you went on to when you wanted to waste time, and it was like a medieval castle. You click on the door. And there's like um, a question to ask you. And then if you get it right, you go to the next room and you keep going round and around and around. It was a lot of fun. I'm going to try and download it um, if I still make it. Can we stop showing our age, please? Yeah, we can do that. (laughs) Want more of Christy and Budge? Catch up on the podcast at hit.com.au or hear them live weekday mornings from 6 on the Mid-North Coast's Hit FM.